But once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking. Our program here called Fisherman's Five-Minute Look at the Book book of First Thessalonians. We started here yesterday. We talked about an event that could be the answer to all your problems. Not that could be the answer. An event that does answer all your problems. You know, if you belong to Christ, uh, it makes no difference whether you have health issues, financial dis- difficulty. We think about problems. We think about marital problems, child-rearing habits. We think about, oh, what's coming to this world? We think about coming persecution. What's, what's the answer to those things that just, what, man is born to trouble as the sparks fly upward. Trouble is everywhere. What's the answer to all my trouble, Brother Mun? All right. What's the event the coming event that's the answer to all of our trouble. And, of course, you know this. First Thessalonians chapter 1, he talked about how these people turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God. And it says, and to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus, which delivered us from the wrath to come. To wait for his Son from heaven. If ever there was, we think about Paul going around all over Asia Minor, and winning people to Christ and starting local churches. There was not a church that could match this church at Thessalonica. You know, we think about first and second Thessalonians, the five chapters in the first epistle, the three chapters in the second epistle. There, there is no mention in these chapters of anything bad. It, it seems as if uh, he's just... He's just constantly taking and commenting on these people as far as uh, their relationship to the Lord and then from them, as far as evangelism is concerned, he said, and from you sounded out the word of the Lord, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but in every place of faith that God was spread abroad so that we not to speak anything. He said, you just took the word of God and scattered it everywhere. Wonderful evangelist, people evangelizing. Why'd they do that? It had to do with their belief. It had to do with Paul constantly reminding them of the coming of Christ. So the second coming of Christ is in chapter 1. The second coming of Christ is in chapter 2. Uh, he said, verse 19, what is our hope, a joy, a crown of rejoicing? He said, are not ye the presence of our Lord at his coming? Chapter 3 is about his coming. Chapter 4 and 5, it just it seemed like almost every other word there is about the coming of Christ. How did they stay sober? How did they endure the problems of their day? The thought of the coming of Christ, that's my hope, the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, I meet Christians, and then some of them are just about to pull the hair out. And I know that's just an expression. I mean, they're just about to the end of their rope. I mean, I don't know how much further I can go if people talk to me like that. Brother Mom, how can I make it? You know, the coming of Christ, keep that in mind. By the way, and of course we'll start today, when it comes to the thought of the second coming of Christ, it's not a thought, my friend, it's a fact. I need to make sure I believe that. You know, a lot of people that listen to me right now, the second coming of Christ for you is only what we would call a fad. You know, there was, it was a number of years ago now. We think about the 70s, 80s, early 90s. Uh, my friend, we think about that that just possessed uh, fundamentalism, just stirred fundamentalism. Uh, you said, what, what was the thought of the coming of Christ? 
oh, we were approaching, oh, the end of this century there. And uh, there was books that was written, there was CDs made, there was movies even developed, and predictions made. But you know what? It died out, proving what it was. It was only a fad. My friend, the coming of Christ is not a fad, it's a fact. And I'm not trying to resurrect a fad. I'm trying to reemphasize a fact. You, you understand uh, what I'm talking about. And when it comes to the coming of Christ, I'm telling you, it'll help you. It'll help you stay sober. I'm telling you, it'll help you live for God. I'm, it'll help you stay with your husband, with your wife. It'll help you as far as raising your children. It'll get you into a good church. It'll sometimes... I take care of that financial need. And as far as my health is concerned, I put it in God's hand, just knowing that Christ is coming right around the corner. I believe, I believe as far as the coming of Christ, just imminent return of our Lord. And if you just can keep that in mind, it'll just help us just go just a little further. You know what I'm talking about. Just a little further, a little further down the road. What can keep me sober-minded, Brother Mon? The coming of the Savior. That... I believe. Until tomorrow, Fisher Mund. Sing goodbye.